Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hyperconscious Podcast. Alan, what is Hyperconscious? Once you understand why something is the way that it is, now you have the power to change it. Great conversations with great people and great questions are the keys to the kingdom of unlocking your consciousness. Every single action that you do starts as a thought. When you control the way you think, you will control the way you act, and you will control the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. Ladies and gentlemen, the Hyperconscious Podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast. He was kind enough to join us on episode 144 and 135. Folks, it has become Kevin and I's mission in life to help you realize that the life of your dreams is right on the other side of you becoming the greatest version of yourself. Let us help you do that. I rarely do these things twice in such a short amount of time, but you guys impress me. I, I believe in people that provide value and of our service. You two guys are on your way to huge fulfillment, purpose, and profitability, and I look forward to helping you both. We appreciate that more than you know. gentlemen welcome back to another very special as always episode of the hyperconscious podcast we hope you enjoyed our latest episode where alan and i were lucky enough to sit down and chat for the second time with the one and only anthony trucks today we are going to do a five minute clinic on anticipation so before we jump into anticipation i want you probably can anticipate this ah well done <laughs> if you go to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com and click on join hashtag hyperconscious nation you're going to be part of our private facebook group which we try to go live in every day it's more like every other day or so mm. if i'm honest mm. um and then also if they're listening to this it is a monday so that means six Five days from today, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, five days from today, Alan and I will be interviewing Catherine Mini but Mighty Nash. Oh, yeah? I got an ice cube in my mouth. <laughs> live on stage in front of a live audience, Evan Carmichael is speaking, Eddie Panero of Your World Within, Terrence McMahon, Phil and Wade of Two Marines, One Mike, Brian Breach. Yeah. Monica Reyes. Monica Reyes. I'm always forgetting something. I also want to say thank you so to Catherine. People. We were listening to an Instagram Live with her and Eddie recently, and yes. Catherine attributed some of her success to us. Yeah, that was very um, nice. That was so awesome. Yes, yes. Yeah, you never know the impact you're having on others, folks. Okay, so speaking of not being able to anticipate your impact on yeah. others, what about what we can anticipate? So my question for Kevin is this. When was a time when you could anticipate an outcome, we talked about this in the preamble a little bit, that maybe your friend could not. Oh, cue the storytelling music. Oh, right. <laughs> um, so what do you do when you know your friend is going to lose and look bad at something, but they don't, mm -hmm. is the question I would ask. Mm -hmm. So I'll never forget, it was, I think we were two or three days out from Alan's show. We were in an Anytime Fitness in the posing area, and Alan peeled off his shirt, it was me, Alan, Jenny, and Matt. Mm -hmm. And Matt and I looked at each other and said, shit, he's screwed. And Alan thought, like, I'm in a good place. I'm going to be just fine. Everything's fine. Like, I, I did cardio. I know I didn't prep right, but, like, I know I really turned it on towards the end. And Matt and I literally laughed and were like, yeah, he's screwed. <laughs> I anticipated that Alan was going to do bad at his show. 
because I had already done a bodybuilding show and I had already won and I understood what it took to get that result. And I anticipated that very early on and I tried to, to tell that to Alan, but Alan thought he was going to win because he thought he was putting in the work and he couldn't anticipate it. Right. He genuinely couldn't anticipate it. I was in the frame. Yeah. And I yeah. was on my end of drive to five. Right. And and I just knew what it took because I didn't I did it the first I did it once already. The first time I did it, I couldn't anticipate it. I had a coach that told me what to do. Right. I, I had no idea what was gonna happen. And I had somebody who has done it thirty times who could anticipate all of it. That's perfect. Yeah. That's like that's the value of a coach. That's the value of a coach. That's Justin the value has of a done mentor. It Thirty times. He's done it so many times. He knows exactly how show day goes. Right. He knows how they are always off schedule. They always take longer than they're supposed to. Yeah. He knows it all. So that's the question I would say. Like, or that that's, I guess the the point I'm trying to make is, when you can anticipate some something that somebody close to you can't, how do you bring that to them and try to help them avoid the failure that is imminent? Are you going to answer that question? No, I'm not. No. <laughs> no. Okay. No, because sometimes you can't. Sometimes they got to learn from themselves. That's true. That is true. You did try. I did try. You, you guys all tried. Yeah. And I, I wasn't having it. Right. No, not today. <laughs> I was like, no, so it's, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Um, I think that's the value of having coaches and mentors is they've played this game before many times. Yeah. And that's the value of having a high level of awareness. That Basically, Justin, your coach was more hyper-conscious in that arena than you. Way more. Way more. Way more. Yeah. And that's the value of coaching and mentoring. All right, so my story also has to do with anticipation, of course. So I did a triathlon, for those of you who don't know. Huge shout-out to Tom and Emily, uh, my clients, for helping me. Uh, basically, they've done a lot of these. Tom has done 13 of them. I'm not sure how many Emily has done, but this this weekend will be their fifth one in a row. Savages. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, the next day I woke up feeling like I got hit by a truck. My goodness, I have a newfound respect and awareness for what you guys do and how awesome you are. So, But here's the thing. All of the prep, fitting the bike, uh, getting the right attire, um, they, they prepped me so incredibly well. They raised my awareness from zero in the triathlon arena to probably, we'll say, a three or four, whereas we'll call them a ten in this, in this scenario. So they helped me tremendously. Now, here's the thing, though. It was a half-mile swim. It was a 14-mile bike ride, and it was a 3.1-mile uh, run, which is a 5K. And I haven't biked in years, at least not like for this kind of purpose. And I haven't swam for a very long time since the last time I lived with Courtney, which was several years ago. And I used to swim a mile a day in Indian Lake, but I haven't swam since then. So I had no idea what to anticipate in terms of my own athletic ability. Um, the last time I ran was basically with you during that six-minute mile, which yeah, I had to do. Yeah, not good. I almost died. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, my awareness was super low of my own competence in this arena. So my ability to anticipate how to pace myself was horrible, <laughs> right? And this is why you have to be willing to fail forward because you can't possibly anticipate. You don't know what you don't know, but you're going to find out. You're going to find out. So Tom said this quote that I think was super valuable. Alan, you cannot win in the first two minutes, but you can lose. Mm. pace yourself so I tried to go in with humility and naturally my swim was worst the worst leg because I, I was getting kicked in the face a bunch it's a whole thing um, but I was getting passed a lot in the swim because I was trying to pace myself then the bike was better and then the run was my best leg believe it or not and I think it's because I paced myself instead of going out of the gate like the sled push challenge where I went into it with no humility and I didn't pace myself and the, the last tail end I almost got deaded yeah yeah, I almost died there too right <laughs> over two <laughs> Um, so instead of doing that, and it's funny because you were competing with me out of the gate. 
So we both went out of the gate and didn't pace ourselves. Again, we couldn't anticipate because we'd never done it before. So long story short, triathlon. I'm on the bike and I have no concept of how to pace myself because I have no concept of what 14 miles is. So I'm like, okay, this could end in 20 minutes or now and I wouldn't know it. So I'm just going to keep giving my all, quote unquote. The run, same deal. Turns out in hindsight, there was actually mile markers and I don't want to take this whole episode, but... Long story short, anytime you go into a brand new arena, you are going to fall down, you are going to struggle, you are going to have pain because you are unable to anticipate outcomes in advance and mitigate the risk of them. Fortunately, I had Emily and Tom help me through the entire process, um, every step of the way up until you know the gun went off, so to speak, and um, I did much better than I thought I was going to do, believe it or not. I think there was 400 or so people and I got 70th. Um, and I was really happy with the way that turned out, but I think it's only because I went in, went into it with humility and I paced myself. Um, and it was, it was definitely brutal, but uh, I'm proud of it. Strong work. Strong work. We have two minutes. What do we talk about, man? <laughs> that's Anticipation. All, that's all brother. I had planned. I didn't anticipate that your story was going to be done so quickly and we were going to have two minutes to talk. Well, I, I would think that's good though. I think that's good as well. I think if you can anticipate Again, I'm, I'm just going to always talk about relationships, I think, because I think it's one of the hardest things to, to have a successful go mm. at. If you can anticipate things in your relationship, you'll be far more successful. Right. And the only way you can anticipate things is by experience and learning from failures. Yeah. It's not anticipation if you're screwing up the same thing. Can you give an example of something that you could anticipate and then mitigate before it becomes a problem? That's what anticipation is. It's knowing where the bad guys are. It's knowing where the, the pitfalls are, the traps, the... You know, in it's advance. usually me screwing up. So it's usually not that. Usually, it's my lack of anticipation that gets me in trouble. Right. But now I know what not to do. Right. So my lack of anticipation has now become become added to the my ability now to anticipate certain things. We talked on the last episode about how if you spend too much time with your significant other and don't discipline yourself, you guys won't hold on to your individuality, which will create a macro failure. That's true. So that's an anticipation. Yeah. Because yeah, you've done it. And that's, ba- yeah, that's, based, that's based on failure. That was two episode, episodes ago. Oh, that was two, uh, two that's episodes right, ago. That's right. That's right. Mr. Anthony Trucks. The last thing I want to say about anticipation real quick is if Kevin and I are playing chess and he has the capability to think 10 moves ahead. And which my, I do not. Right. <laughs> which we found out about last time you were on the plane and yeah. couldn't didn't know what the things do. The pieces. Yeah. Um, if he can anticipate 10 moves ahead of me, and I can only anticipate eight, he's going to win at chess every single time. Game of decisions is what chess is. If if your success in life and your ability to create the outcomes you want is predicated on your choices and your decisions, just remember, your decisions can only ever be as good as your level of awareness in a given arena. And that's why coaches and mentors are everything. That was your 10-second blip? Mm-hmm. Uh, my 10-second blip is... The reason it's called gambling is because you cannot anticipate your success. If it was, if you could anticipate your successes, it would just be called winning. Uh-huh. Wow, not bad, huh? What are we going to do for the next episode? Strong work. We should really start anticipating <laughs> yeah, this. You, yeah, we yeah, should. <laughs> yeah, yep. you, you would think that Give me a small now. talks episode? <laughs> yeah. We did trust. Mm-hmm. That's what some people were asking about. Overwhelmed, we've done that. Um, there was one that Alex said that we were going to do. Remember? In the hyperconscious nation? My it was intuition. Love, no, it was anticipation. We just did it. My darling. Sorry. We could ask them again if we wanted. I know, but the problem is then we'll never know. 
because we'll always be asking because we didn't do our own research, and then we'll be. It's a whole thing, man. It's a whole thing. Anything you any anything off the top of your head? Mm, what are we going through right now? Joyce, someday I'd love to hear you talk about the power of practice. Okay. Yeah. Practice it is, Joyce. Strong pra- work. Practice. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this episode, and uh, you will hear us on Wednesday talking about practice. Practice. Talk to you then. Talk soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for listening to another episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. Going hyperconscious will absolutely change your life because if you understand why something is the way it is, now you have the power to change it. If you going hyperconscious with us has changed your life in any way, please share this episode with one of your friends because the more people that go hyperconscious, the better this world's going to be for everybody. And if you would kindly leave us a five star review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyperconscious and we would be greatly appreciative. Thank you. Bye.